everyone, I'm Lucy and you're listening to Season 7 of Space to Learn. The podcast is all about confidence, mindfulness and being yourself, all from the perspective of a third year university student in the UK. There's a mix of solo and guest episodes, so it's the perfect space to learn something new about what your authentic self looks like and how to express that in the best way possible. I hope you enjoy and I'm so happy to have you here. Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Honestly, I'm so excited to be back. I've had a three week break from uploading, recording, doing anything to do with the podcast. So yeah, it feels really good to be back and I'm really excited, I think I needed that break. Sometimes like nothing's kind of wrong, but you just need a bit of a breather to kind of reflect on what you're doing and to have a bit of redirection. And I think it just made it's made me so much more motivated to produce episodes and I'm really excited for this new season. So welcome to season seven. How on earth is it season seven? I literally have no idea, but I'm very excited about it and I hope you are too. I have some really exciting episodes lined up and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you for tuning in and I hope you stick around. Another thing I can't quite believe is how we're already like two thirds the way through November. As I'm recording this, it's Saturday the 20th of November and... I just don't know where the time has gone to be quite honest with you. I feel like November has flown by and I am very excited for Christmas but I can't quite believe that it's come around this quickly so yeah that's kind of where my head's at and I think these last three weeks without the podcast like it's been good timing for an end of a season because I've been very very busy. I had a lot of uni work on, still do but I just want to get back to the podcast. Um I've spent a lot of days just in the library and been working on a lot of different projects. I've got an article going up which I wrote for Footprint magazine which took a lot of my October so there was kind of some catching up to be done and yeah it was kind of stressful at times but I think I'm in a good headspace at the moment and just really enjoying third year. It's so much fun and like it is stressful at times and there is quite a lot of work to be getting on with but I think just trying to balance everything is is like a good problem to have so yeah very grateful and I think quite happy with how things are going very excited for Christmas and like Christmas socials and the Christmas markets if you don't know I study at the University of Nottingham and in Nottingham city centre they've put up all the Christmas markets and I'm not actually sure if they're putting the ice rink up this year but in previous years they've had an ice rink and there's a big uh, ferris wheel and loads of different like market stalls with different food and drink and it's just really cool um and I love Christmas so that's definitely something I'm looking forward to but yeah as I'm recording it's a Saturday morning I went to park run this morning for the first time literally since I was at home so since September honestly have no excuse other than the fact that I've had like a lot of Friday night socializing plans and going out and things so been too tired and too hungover to to go and run a 5k on a Saturday morning at 9am but yeah this week I didn't go out so I kind of forced myself to get out of bed and go over to Willerton Park where the park run is it's such a beautiful place there's a big hall and you kind of go all the way around the lake and yeah loads of very beautiful autumnal trees and there's so many deer there as well I was kind of on my way out and there was a pack of I don't know if it's pack herd herd of deer probably herd um a herd of about maybe 30 deer and I was so close to them and it was really cool so yeah I think that connection with nature was just a good way to start off my Saturday so 
happy with that decision that I made even though it hasn't happened very regularly until now um anyway I'm going to go into my weekly favorites because this is a segment that I do at the start of every episode if you are new and I just like sharing things that I've been enjoying there's quite a lot because it's been like three weeks since I've recorded but I'm going to keep it nice and brief because I'm excited about today's episode so yeah my weekly favourites. The first one is the book A Thousand Splendid Sons by Khalid Hassini. I think that's how you say his name. Honestly, this book is beautiful. So lovely. I just, I just loved it so much. It did take me a while to get into it, but once you kind of get attached to the characters, oh my gosh, I really, really loved it. It's genuinely made me so much more empathetic to the situation in Afghanistan and it's not like I didn't know what was going on there but I didn't really it sounds bad but like I never kind of connected to it on an emotional level and I feel like to some extent now I have which like um, there's no excuse I'm not saying I shouldn't have before but I just think it's a really good book for kind of opening your eyes to the devastation and the trauma and just the completely different um situation going on there and it's like still going on now it's kind of I think this book was released in 2007 something like that let me have a look yeah 2007 so I would have been six when this book came out and it kind of speaks about events like 9-11 towards the end and just the war in Afghanistan in general and a lot of really tricky subject matter but so important and I think he did such a beautiful job of writing this book it's genuinely like it's just stunning writing and I think the character development is something that really stands out to me as well there's a quote which I wrote down which I'm just gonna read out because I thought it was it kind of sums up the one of the main themes about the oppression of women um and yeah I just I wrote it down in my journal when I read it so I was like oh my gosh (laughs) um so I'll just read it out she remembered Nana saying once that each snowflake was a sign heaved by an aggrieved woman somewhere in the world how quietly we endure all that falls upon us I think that just that image kind of sums up a lot of the emotion that the characters experience in this book so yeah I would really recommend I think it was beautiful the next favorite that I have is the YouTube original series by Jack Harry's called A Seat at the Table it was produced for COP26 and it was shown to a lot of the world leaders honestly it's just brilliant how they've done it i think the the production and the research and the diverse range of opinions that they've um that they've made heard by the series is just like lovely and so amazing if you aren't familiar jack harry's is a youtuber and kind of was popular like about i don't know maybe 10 years ago now when he was about 14 15 and then did other things and then now has kind of come back and he's a big part of Extinction Rebellion. He's really into climate change um, solutions and sustainability. And just, I think the work that he does as part of Earthrise Studio is amazing. Um, So the main thing that I really loved about this series is that it didn't gloss over the awful effects of climate change that people are experiencing already. And they really got the voices of people in marginalized communities and people who have already directly experienced climate change Um, and I thought that was great but it's not depressing in the slightest like it 
they have so much hope and it's a really inspiring and uplifting series so i would really really recommend i think it's a it's a must watch and if there's any kind of documentaries that you're considering watching like put this on the list because it's great so it's in 11 parts all about 15 to 20 minutes long um yeah i think that's all i have to say about it but defo go check it out okay my next one is of course um taylor's version of red words can't describe how much i already loved this album this is probably my favorite album like of all time i it was the first album i ever bought actually when i was about 14 15 and i remember just listening to it on repeat then and i'd always listen to it on the bus on the way to school and i've just always kind of come back to it and it's one of those albums that i've just absolutely loved and then she's gone and like made it 10 times better and i'm like how did you do this (laughs) she's just insane she's also released a 10 minute version of all too well which is one of the most beautiful songs on that whole album and then she's gone and released like the original 10 minute version that they then cut down to be the version of all too well that we know i'm sure you're familiar with this because it's literally been all over the internet but i am such a big fan i was there like on the countdown before they streamed the um, short film for the first time and just immaculate so so good absolutely love it if you haven't listened then what are you doing go listen (laughs) um yeah just obsessed to be honest and my next favorite is kind of random but it's one of the dances from strictly strictly come dancing if you're not from the uk it's basically a popular saturday night tv program and they have celebrities partnered up with professional dancers and they it's like an elimination thing they do a dance each week the dance specifically was by rose and giovanni and rose is deaf and i just don't know how she dances so beautifully without being able to hear the music it's it's just incredible um and this week they did a dance where a section in the middle was without the music and it just like blew me away because you don't like you appreciate the fact that she's doing it without hearing the music but it doesn't quite click i don't think and that really i think it was a moment for like all the all of the deaf community and and i think in terms of making the general public more empathetic towards people with accessibility needs and just people who experience the world in a completely different way it's it's just beautiful so would recommend just going to look up that dance on youtube thought it was brilliant and just they're just such good dancers as well like i can't i can't understand how she does it but yeah amazing um and my final thing that i wanted to mention is more of a more of a random personal one but i went to so i'm part of impact magazine which is my university's student magazine and i write for them fairly often and they put on this media conference with a load of different speakers from so many different organizations and newsrooms um, like reporters broadcasters producers editors etc and it was really really good i really loved it so well done impact for putting on such a great event but yeah it's really made me inspired to kind of look into media and journalism and specifically science journalism a lot more now so yes really cool and i'm enjoying the inspiration that i've got from that event so yeah i thought i'd mention that 
But yeah, let's go into the main section of today's episode. I hope you enjoy. It's a bit of a raw, honest one, I think. I'm going to be talking all about honesty. So yeah, let's get into it. So I've decided to call this episode Honesty Equals Bravery because to me that just really sums up how I see honesty. It's not something that comes naturally to me and that might be kind of it might seem strange to people who only know me through listening to this podcast because I'm very open on here. I'll talk about pretty much everything, not not everything, but like the vast majority of things that I experience I'm happy kind of talking about on here, but that's not necessarily the case in real life. Like I think it is very situational based. You have to be in the right situation, you have to be you have to be surrounded by the right people and in the right headspace and to feel kind of comfortable opening up and I don't think that it's necessarily the same just chatting to a microphone in my bedroom as it is face to face with someone else and yeah honesty is kind of hard like I'm not saying I'm a compulsive liar or anything I just think sometimes telling people the whole truth can be pretty pretty difficult because at the end of the day it's hard to be vulnerable and it's hard to completely kind of let someone else see behind the facade or barriers that you put up and I'm not saying I think you have to let everyone know your whole life story there's definitely a lot to be said for privacy and for kind of deciding and taking that into your own hands like what you want to share with other people and what you want to keep to yourself but I think at the end of the day honesty is really fulfilling and it creates much deeper connections with people when you when you go that that one like level lower on the ladder i it's something that i've been trying to work towards is just being more comfortable with open honesty and just saying how i feel about a situation having an opinion on it telling people about what i'm passionate about without worrying what they're going to think about me that's a big one um and just kind of just being a lot more open about emotions and feelings and yeah opinions on the world I think as well this is a bit of a tangent but something that I was thinking about the other day is how there's maybe a difference between extroverted people and introverted people as to how easy it is to be openly honest and a lot so I would describe myself as an introvert not completely I think there's definitely a a scale but I'm probably more on the introverted side and I think sometimes when you're in a group situation the extroverts will just keep speaking and keep speaking so there's not as much opportunity to kind of have your input in the conversation is what I find so I guess maybe as an introvert it can be harder to to get those opportunities to be honest because you have to like it's almost the first thing you have to add to conversation or it's basically the extroverts will have more opportunity to just speak about light-hearted things before we get on to the the deep stuff if if you get what I mean um and I don't know maybe it's not to do with extroversion introversion maybe some people are just more inclined to be open and honest about how they're feeling one of the things I definitely wanted to touch on in this episode is about toxic masculinity and the differences between men and women and how easy they find it to be open and I guess just honest about emotions 
So yeah, I guess I'll go into that now. So this is something that frustrates me a lot. It's this whole idea that men have to be manly and not cry and not be emotional. It's like, it's just so archaic and it really annoys me and frustrates me when when men like can't speak about their emotions. And it's definitely not all men like by any stretch. And I think people in my generation are better than older people. I think that's a fairly accurate generalization obviously exceptions but as a generalization i think younger people younger men are like becoming more okay with speaking about their emotions but just in general like toxic masculinity man is so frustrating um and it's why i think the work that movember the charity who kind of support men's mental health i think the work that they do is so great because it opens up conversations and conversations like honest conversations about mental health is what makes the difference like that is what that is genuinely what makes the difference between people feeling mentally healthy and like suicide rates and rates of depression and anxiety and it's just so important to talk about how you're feeling and I think the biggest thing is like in the moment it doesn't seem like that big a deal or maybe it seems like a huge deal and that makes it worse because you really just can't speak about it but those small conversations and small actions I I just think they make such a huge difference I don't know if people agree but in my mind that is like the most powerful thing you can do is is just talk about it um and I do think we're moving more towards that I think there's definitely a change over the last kind of well I mean I've grown up over the last 10 years so I feel like I don't have the best um perspective but I do I think there has been a big shift and I guess in the media and things like that it's a lot more okay for people to talk about their emotions now but there's still a bit of a taboo and I think the same goes for men and women it's hard the same goes for people of all genders but I do think it is more of a male issue um but yeah it's just like it's just frustrating to me why there is this taboo about the most common thing to all all humans is like emotion it's it's just strange i guess it comes from like trying to be defensive of your your identity and trying to stick up for this idea of yourself as like strong and tough but i don't know in, in my mind it's just a bit outdated now and that is something that is like frustrating to me but even more so this is why I decided to title the episode honesty equals bravery because given that there is this taboo it just makes it so much harder to be honest and open even if that is something you really want to do maybe you're worried about the opinions of others and how they're going to react and what that might like the implications what that might be for your work or for your relationships etc and it is a really really brave thing to do to be honest and to have a conversation with someone about your mental health or even just the fact that you had a bit of a rubbish week like it doesn't have to be huge it's just about normalizing that i think and normalizing the fluctuations in our emotions and there's a really interesting chapter in the book untamed by glennon doyle in which she speaks about how how we kind of don't instill the same values as we do in our daughters and in our sons um so i'm just going to kind of 
read a little bit out and kind of summarize it so she's kind of initially talking about how since her daughters were like really really small she's been kind of raising them to be feminists and raising them to be ready to kind of combat that typical narrative of a girl being small and quiet and pretty and accommodating and pleasant um and she's kind of encouraging them throughout their whole childhood to be like loud or quiet or bold or smart or careful or impulsive creative you know all the all of those things and she says she kind of has a realization at some point that she's not been doing the same for her son she says i do not recall rocking my son to sleep with stories about tender men i do not remember pointing to men passing by i bet he's a poet a teacher a devoted father whereas beforehand she was mentioning how she'd like walk past women and try to guess the careers with her daughter saying i bet she's an engineer a ceo a ceo uh, an olympic athlete um things like that so she goes on to say when an adult mentioned my son's sensitivity i don't remember saying isn't it great his tenderness is his strength when he started school i do not recall saying you can be quiet sad merciful small vulnerable loving and kind out there in the world you can be unsure of yourself and still be a boy and i think it's just that realization that although the patriarchy kind of favors men it doesn't mean that they don't experience effects of it as well and so she sums up quite nicely with our men are caged too the parts of themselves they must hide to fit into those cages are the slices of their humanity that our culture has labeled feminine traits like mercy tenderness softness quietness kindness humility uncertainty empathy connection we tell them don't be these things because these are feminine things to be be anything but feminine and then we wonder like why we have i don't know such high rates of uh, sexual violence and just yeah it's it's really interesting and that kind of was something i really took away from the book so yeah it's called untamed by glennon doyle if you're interested i'd really recommend i don't really have a answer or any kind of conclusion to this talk talk about um toxic masculinity and men's mental health but i think yeah just open conversations are challenging and it requires going against something that you've maybe had instilled in you since you were a child and it's really hard like it is a very brave thing to do so yeah um i also wanted to talk about uh times when it is really hard to be honest and like the role of stress um so for me the times when i find it hardest to be honest with people is when i'm not feeling great and ironically that's the time when you need to be to push yourself to do it the most but even when i do kind of talk about it sometimes i find it a lot easier and just kind of uh, i don't know falls out my mouth to say things like oh i'm just really busy i'm really just stressed out this week i've got so much on and talk more about the kind of doing side of it the more product productivity side of it um rather than saying the more kind of vulnerable emotions like oh i'm i'm feeling sad or i'm i don't know feeling like disconnected or a bit lost and a bit hopeless or scared you know those things are harder to say flippantly than oh i'm just really stressed out this week like it's it's been one of those weeks you know that's that's the sort of thing that flows easily but 
it doesn't actually describe for me at least how I'm feeling a lot of the time like I will be stressed out about work but that can sometimes be an excuse and something that just just is something we say like we the amount of times I have a conversation with people and it will go like oh how are you oh good thanks just really busy at the moment yeah oh yeah me too I'm really busy it's like a competition as to who's the busiest and and I definitely think it's just a symptom of how our society is so centered around capitalism and um, productivity and always just producing things and doing and doing and doing and not kind of being Um, so yeah I find it hard to be honest when I am feeling a bit rubbish um, and I know that's normal like I'm not beating myself up for it but I think it's worth mentioning and I guess for me the barriers to being honest if you like if I kind of break it down are fear of what other people are gonna say about it fear of how they'll react um maybe sometimes I'll like use it as an excuse to myself and it's dishonesty with yourself like uh, I don't know let me think of an example um saying like oh I've I've just been too busy to to do that rather than yeah I've not made time for that and I've not been feeling great so I've not prioritized that um I don't know there's different ways of looking at it and I think sometimes we just give ourselves excuses rather than staring ourselves in the mirror and saying you know what like you can you can do something about this or like be honest with yourself how are you actually feeling about this situation um another example of kind of things that tend to fall out my mouth when I'm not being like 100% honest are when you have to say no to people um and I think this is a big one for me and I think for a lot of other people as well is I don't know we just find it hard or I okay I'm gonna speak to myself I find it really hard to say no to people sometimes and I've got a lot better like a lot better but it's still something I need to work on and it'll be things like oh do you want to come out tonight or do you want to do this do you want to go to this place and sometimes the answer is just no like I'm, I'm not really interested in that i just want a night in or no I'm not feeling it but it's almost like you have to make up an excuse to say no to someone I maybe this is just me but (laughs) I have a feeling it's not and you'll be like oh no sorry like I've got this on oh I've already said yes to this other person and it's just it's kind of the bravest thing to do in that situation I think is just to say you know what like no I just don't want to go um I don't know I think it's maybe trying not to be rude sometimes but at the end of the day if you can normalize saying you know what like I don't want to come I've just been having a bit of a rubbish day I feel a bit sad and I just kind of want to like have a night to myself and try and make myself feel better like that's a really brave thing to do because then maybe maybe they think that's a bit strange but the next time they want to say no to something the person that you said no to um they might be thinking oh yeah actually this is okay to say this is fine just to to not have an excuse to not go to something or um I don't know I think it just normalizes the behavior within your friends and then and then the next thing you know that's kind of had a ripple effect and that friend that you said no to they then feel entitled to to do what's right for them in another situation and it just kind of has a knock-on effect I think so 
yeah sometimes doing the brave thing like doing the honest thing is bigger than just that one thing to yourself and it does kind of give you confidence as well gives you confidence to listen to how you're feeling and just do it regardless you know i'm not saying do anything nasty or be outright rude like that's that's kind of not the point it's not really what i'm saying but i think a lot of the times we think it's really rude to say something or just taboo but that's just a construct you know and just to finish on a bit more of an uplifting note i think you can genuinely like i briefly touched on just then you can genuinely generate so much confidence from being honest and from being unapologetically yourself and just listening to your intuition and kind of acting on that rather than acting on what you think other people expect you to do or what you feel like you kind of are yeah what you're expected to do and what you think other people are are gonna dislike you for not doing um and yeah I just think there's a lot of confidence to be to be gained from doing what's right for you and being honest with yourself first and foremost and then with other people and also so much connection so much human connection comes from raw honesty and I love that like it is hard but the rewards are so massive you can create such close bonds with people through just opening up about how you how you're feeling I know that with my housemates in lockdown like that was a really strange time and it's even stranger looking back on it i think at the time we just get on with it but we were so there were seven of us and we were literally together for the whole year pretty much like we were in so many lockdowns that year it was kind of like october november most of december um and then again after christmas like just a lot of lockdowns and a lot of time spent in the house altogether and that just made us so much more comfortable with each other and then so much more honest in turn and that's kind of created really strong friendships so I think although that was a very unique situation um it's it's the honesty at the end of the day that that generated that closeness so yeah I'm a big fan (laughs) it is really hard though like I'm not the reason I wanted to make this is because I know it is hard and I didn't want to kind of focus on all the reasons why being honest is a difficult thing to do because they're kind of obvious like we just we we know that it's because you have to be vulnerable with other people and show them a side to yourself that is maybe something you're insecure about or something that just doesn't like fit naturally into a Uh, light-hearted conversation but yeah I just think it's really fulfilling and creates so much connection and is a really brave thing to do so I hope you've enjoyed this episode I have loved this I've just been rambling and I think the words have kind of hopefully come out in a way that is makes sense um I'll let you be the judge of that but yeah it's been fun I'm so excited to be back and I've got a few guest episodes coming up so stay tuned for that but I hope you have a lovely lovely rest of your week lovely rest of your day get in touch on the Instagram at space to learn podcast I'm going to be a lot more active well hopefully you can try and hold me accountable to this but I'm going to be more active and kind of get more involved on there because it is a lot of fun it's just not something I tend to prioritize but yeah I 
want to be more interactive and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode if you kind of had any like tangential thoughts as you were listening then let me know send me a message I love hearing your responses if you did enjoy then it would be great if you shared this episode with a friend but yeah thanks so much for listening and have a lovely rest of your week I'll be back again next Wednesday with a brand new episode of Space to Learn bye Mm -hmm.